Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Make sure to check it out and tell them the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Lockdown Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also follow my Strictly Blackhawks account. That's at Talkin' Hockey. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to subscribe to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free. Wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, etc., you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast today. As you know, we are fully in off-season mode now that free agency has calmed down immensely. So I thought today would be a good day to do a bit of a lighter episode with a couple of fun segments and discussions. And the first I wanted to start off with is a topic that's been brought up a couple times in recent episodes, mostly in the crossover episode last Friday with Lockdown Leafs host Mike DiStefano. But I am going to do my rankings of the original six teams and how they all fare going forward in the next couple of seasons. And if you all, if you've been tuning into the show recently, then you know that Lockdown Avalanche host Chris McKelly, he had the Blackhawks ranked dead last, even behind the lowly Detroit Red Wings in his original six rankings that he did on the Lockdown NHL podcast the other day. Quick shout out to the Lockdown NHL podcast. If you guys don't tune into it, definitely go do so. You'll get all the news from all 31 teams around the league. But Chris, he was the host on the Lockdown NHL podcast last week. He did his rankings, and he had the Blackhawks at number six behind the Detroit Red Wings. So I'm going to do Chris the due, uh, the due diligence of fixing his broken rankings here today on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. And just to reiterate, for those of you who didn't see the list, Chris had the New York Rangers at number one, the Boston Bruins at number two, the Toronto Maple Leafs at number three, the Montreal Canadiens at number four, the Detroit Red Wings at number five, and yes, the Chicago Blackhawks coming in at number six. Wow. An interesting list for sure, Chris. I'm probably probably going to change things up quite a bit here, and to start things off, I I struggled with who I wanted to go with at number one. It is kind of hard to put these guys, uh, put these teams all in rankings. Uh, definitely was between the New York Rangers, the Boston Bruins, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. All of them, they're really good teams set up to be successful the next handful of seasons. But in my opinion, each team still does have some weaknesses throughout their lineups, and that kind of made it tough for me to choose who to pick at number one. Uh, But ultimately, to start off my list, I am going to go with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mike made his argument for the Leafs at number one on our crossover episode last week, and it kind of buttered me up with uh, his sweet talk of the Leafs and what they did this offseason to make themselves better. They added some veteran leaders like Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons, 
They brought Jason Spezza back for one more season, so I like how they got more experienced in that locker room. And also, all three of those guys, they play hard-nosed style of hockey, providing the team with a little bit of sandpaper that they've missed in their past couple of playoff runs. So I like those additions. And overall, when you look at this roster, you know the offense will be fine with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, William Nylander. The big four, they're going to lead the pack. Obviously, it's going to be tough with Kasperi Kapanen and Andreas Janssen. They're now gone, but the Leafs still have Zach Hyman, Alexander Kerfoot. They added Jimmy Vc, as I said, Joe Thornton and Wayne Simmons, Jason Spezza, Nicholas Robertson is coming up in the system. So the forward group, they're Stanley Cup quality for sure. The question is and has been whether or not the defense will be able to keep pucks out of their own net. And so far in the postseason, the past couple of years, the answer to that question has been no. But the Leafs, they did add TJ Brody and Zach Bogosian. A couple of physical defensemen to add with Jake Muzzin, Morgan Riley, Travis Dermott, and those guys. So I think they got not only better defensively, but also harder to play against, which is a big key in the playoffs. You can never have enough big body defensemen. That's exactly how the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup two seasons ago. Their defense was ginormous. <laughs> Their average defender was like 6'3", 220 pounds. So, and, that, and that's what the Leafs did this offseason. They got bigger. Um... The interesting part is now whether or not Freddie Anderson is their guy in net. He's only got one year left on his current deal, and he's he's been really solid in the regular season, but up in Toronto in that market, all they care about is playoff success, and it's basically Stanley Cup or bust in that market, and I think... I think Freddie Anderson, he's going to have to show this year in the playoffs. He's going to have to he's going to have to play well in order to get an extension. So, again, defense and goaltending are still the two biggest question marks with the Toronto Maple Leafs. But I do think that they addressed those areas well enough this offseason to put them in a better spot these next couple of years to go out and win that Stanley Cup that they are so desperate for up in Toronto. And that's why I have the Leafs coming in at number one on my original six rankings. Alright, coming up in just a minute, I am going to reveal who's number two on my rankings. Is it the New York Rangers, or is it the Boston Bruins? But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com, the best place to shop for all your auto and body needs. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and make sure to tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. That's rockauto.com for an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and a wide variety of parts for anything your car will ever need. Listen, we've all had our share of car problems in the past. How much easier is it when you have an auto and body shop that you can rely on? Well, rockauto.com has your back for all the car parts you'll ever need in any given situation. One more time, check out rockauto.com for reliably low prices and an amazing selection, and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. No need to go drive to a repair shop. Just check out the auto and body shop that you can trust online for reliably low prices. RockAuto.com. I also need to talk to you all about Built Go, the protein and energy gel your body needs on the go. Built Go comes in a squeezable plastic container, which makes it super easy to eat on the go before a workout, for your breakfast before a long day of work, and also just as a tasty snack around the house. Everyone has that wall they need to break through every day to get their body going, whether it be physically or mentally, and Built Go is the perfect protein and energy source to get you ready for whatever your day is going to throw at you. Right now, Built Go is offering 20% off, but only to lockdown listeners. So be sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now, click on the Built Go section at the top, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKED in all caps to get 20% off your first Built Go order. 
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Alright, so I just got done explaining why the Toronto Maple Leafs are number one on my current original six rankings. Coming in at number two on my list, I decided to go with the New York Rangers over the Boston Bruins. It was another tough decision, but I went with the Rangers ultimately because I feel like they just have the better youth group in their system at the moment. I think the future is brighter overall with New York. And it's not hard to explain why. I mean, Artemi Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, Chris Kreider, Capo Caco, Alexi Lafreniere. They have Adam Fox, Jacob Truba, and Tony D'Angelo on the back end. And in that, they have both Igor Shosturkin and Alexander Georgiev going forward. So definitely a bright future for the Rangers. I see why Chris had them at number one on his list. But in my opinion... I just don't know if they have the depth pieces at the moment like the Leafs do. The secondary scoring department, the secondary scoring department offensively for for the Rangers, it's just not as good as it is in Toronto in my opinion. And it's not bad. They do have guys like Pavel Buchnevich, Ryan Strom could be back for another year. They still have to work out a deal with him. Philip Hadel, he's a young guy they like a lot, but it's just not at the level the Leafs are at at the moment. So that was just mostly why I had the Leafs ahead of the Rangers, number one and number two. Uh, but on the back end, the Rangers might have the advantage over Toronto. I know the Leafs went out and made some moves to improve on the back end this offseason, but the youth the Rangers have really makes them scary. As I said, Truba, D'Angelo, Adam Fox. They also have Brendan Smith. Ryan Lindgren is a young guy they like a lot. They went out and signed Jack Johnson. And combine that with the two young goaltenders. I I like what the Rangers have going on right now. They rebuilt about as fast as possible. And they now appear to have a lineup that could make a serious push in the postseason for the next bunch of years with all that young talent. But in the back of my head, I still still have uh, the reminder that the Rangers weren't even a playoff team last season if it wasn't for the COVID-19 pandemic. So that's why I really couldn't put them at number one. And having them at number one, in my opinion, is just a little bit wishful. And even having them over the Boston Bruins at number two may be uh, a bit much. But I think the Rangers uh, are at number two and the Bruins uh, are at number three because there just are a lot of questions about the Bruins going forward, especially on the defensive side of things now that Tory Krug is gone and with the St. Louis Blues. And also, no one knows what's going on with Zdena Chara. Is he going to return for, what, his 37th season in the NHL? No one knows if he's coming back to captain the Bruins once again. Um, And if he doesn't come back, there is a glaring, glaring hole on that left side of the defense in Boston. Right now they have... Matt Grizzlick and John Moore as their top two left-handed defensemen, and combine that with Charlie McAvoy and Brandon Carlo on the right side in the top four. That's just not not a very strong group defensively as your top four, especially for a team that's trying to win a cup year in and year out. So while the Bruins, they do still have that loaded offense in that top line with David Posternock, Patrice Bergeron, and Brad Marchand, they seem to tally three goals together every game. Uh, I just don't think they have 
the depth to compete in the Eastern Conference that's just so loaded at the moment. They do have most of their forward group coming back. David Krejci's still there. Charlie Coyle's got that six-year deal. Andre Kasha's there. Still got Anders Bjork, Nick Ritchie, Chris, Wagler, uh, Chris Wagner, Sean Corrali, Jake DeBrusque. So they do have, uh, they do still have most of their forward forward group. They added Craig Smith this offseason, um, but I just don't think that defense is it. They the Bruins are going to score goals, but I just don't know with without Tory Krug and without Zdeno Chara, even with a 43 or 44 year old Zdeno Chara, I don't even think the defense is that much better defensively. They're just trending in the wrong direction, and even though they do still have. Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak in that. I think both the Leafs and Rangers are set up better defensively going forward. And that's why I have the Boston Bruins at number three on my original six rankings. All right, coming up in just a moment, who's going to come in at number four on my original six rankings? Is it the Chicago Blackhawks, the Montreal Canadiens, or is it the Detroit Red Wings? On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey, or you can also always email the Lockdown Blackhawks email, which is LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their recent draft picks or their moves during the free agency period. Okay, so I just wrapped up announcing the Boston Bruins at number three on my original six rankings. Coming in at number four, I have the Montreal Canadiens. And yes, it killed me to have Montreal over the Blackhawks here, but I can't lie or be biased. Montreal, they made some solid moves this offseason to make themselves better. They got Tyler Toffoli, who's a really solid top six scoring winger. They extended Brendan Gallagher for the next six seasons. They went out and got Josh Anderson from Columbus, even though they gave him a ludicrous seven-year deal. He's still a really solid depth piece to have in the middle six. So they, uh, not to mention, you know, they got Jasperi Kotkaniemi, Nick Suzuki. Then they also have Cole Caulfield and Caden Gooley coming up in the pipeline. So Montreal, they were kind of in this little baby rebuild and kind of that tough limbo like the Blackhawks were in, but they went a little bit of a different route this offseason. I think they did a really good job at not only making themselves better, but they also are still young and have a lot of young pieces that are going to come up and make an impact on their roster without taking any real like steps back. They won a playoff season like the Blackhawks did last year, so... They they still have some really good young talent, but they kind of took it in a little bit of a different direction than the Blackhawks did. And then looking at the rest of their roster, obviously, Carey Price, he's still one of the best, if not the best, goaltender in the league. And then defensively, they got Shea Weber and Jeff Petrie on the back end. And they went out and they got a big guy in Joel Edmondson from the Carolina Hurricanes to just add some sandpaper to that group. They have Ben Sherratt, Brett Kulak, Victor Mete, Decent depth defenseman, and then they also have Alexander Romanov coming up, one of the top prospects in the entire NHL, so I just think Montreal, 
They made themselves better right now while the Blackhawks more so addressed their future in the offseason. And that's why I have the Montreal Canadiens ahead of them at number four on my original six uh, my original six rankings. Now, I will not have the Blackhawks at number six on my list like Chris did. They're coming in at number five ahead of the Detroit Red Wings because now at least we know the direction the Hawks are heading in. They do... They do have a lot of good young talent to be excited about. I don't need to tell you guys about Kirby Doc, Adam Boquist, Ian Mitchell, Alex DeBrinkett, Dominic Kubelik, Dylan Strome. There are a lot of reasons to be high about the rebuild the Blackhawks are going through right now. And not only that, but also when you look at the 2019-20 regular season, they played really well together in the second half last year. And also in the playoffs, even though they got outplayed by Vegas, they hung with the punches. So... I definitely think they are set up better going forward than the Detroit Red Wings are. But to be fair, the Wings do have their fair share of solid prospects as well. Philip Zadina, I really like. Tyler Bertuzzi has been really good so far in his young career. Obviously, Dylan Larkin's a stud. They also have Joe Valeno, Michael Rasmussen, and Evgeny Svechnikov in the system. But the future defensively isn't all that bright. Certainly nothing like the Blackhawks' pipelines. Basically, it's Mo Sider in the wing system as their top guy. And besides that, they don't have a lot of young talent coming up in the system. And on their NHL roster, it's pretty mediocre at the moment with Mark Stahl, Danny DeKaiser, Alex Biega, John Merrill, all kind of tweeners that are not really that strong in their career and they're a bit older. There's just not a whole lot of direction there, basically. Plus... They still have Darren Helm, Franz Nielsen, Valtteri Filpula. Those kind of contracts are still on the books. And until they expire, it's going to be really hard for Detroit to compete. So, come on, Chris. The Blackhawks are not behind the Detroit Red Wings in the original six rankings. I do have the Hawks at number five, but the Wings 100% deserve to be six on this list. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, October 27th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the podcast, you can always email LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com, hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.